Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 19 of... Oh, shit, it's Eddie, 18. what is your issue with this? You never know what episode the podcast is. I don't know why that is. I think it is because we make a little folder in the studio, and it's called 18, and you do that on a Monday. By the time you get to the end of the week, because this is Thursday that we're recording this, Yes. you think, oh, we've done that one already, I'm moving on to the next one. Is this one. you justifying getting it wrong every single week? Plus the fact this has been the longest fucking week of my life. <laughs> it has been so, so so long and it's not because you've been off half of it Rory before you start blushing and I thinking think it it's is. because of you I think it is because actually last week when you were off went very fast oh did it now was he, was he off all last week no he was off Thursday Friday god he's so awkward he's like a fucking week like <laughs> everybody else I just else. off Thursday Friday last week was it? just uh, well, well Wednesday Thursday Friday that was the one was it? yeah I can't even remember now was that long ago but by the way you missed still game you did yeah they were great yeah, one of the best shows we've done it's nominated for an award of which you won't be part Actually, of. Actually, how would that work? So see if we were nominated for an award for that interview. When we get nominated sorry, for Sorry, when for we that are interview. nominated, sorry. Rory will not be part how of it. How would that work? Would it be Ross or Rory? It would be Ross. We'd have to go, God, your arch enemy. Yes. Your arch, arch nemesis, nemesis in life. <laughs> Do you know, on that Friday, remember, just thinking back, it was pissing with rain and the guys were all late coming in. And when they arrived, he stood, because we were doing Deep Fridays, so we chatted to them just behind where Rory is just now on our balcony area where we do the deep frying. And the rain was coming in. So he put up a golf brolly and stood outside <laughs> to make sure that none of the guys from Stillgate got committed. wet. And then he I is. told Ross just to come inside and close the door over. Yeah, come on, son. Because that's the easiest way to in do it. In fairness, it? it's partly because now, uh, do you remember Paul Harper used to work here? I do remember Paul. Big shout out to Paul. Hello, Paul. You, Harpy. Paul. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. He's probably not listening, <laughs> by the way. Uh, so he is famous for getting a photo opportunity with literally anyone in the room. Yes, so and, he, and he always posts those pictures when any of them die. Yes. Ross is the closest person I've seen to somebody uh, to Paul Harper oh my goodness there's someone really? famous in the room he's right over there for a picture mm-hmm. well he's, he's maybe he came in just to see a llama a llama me I'm always here yeah, a llama umama oh when <laughs> Annie the alpaca came in that's, that's right, right. Yeah, tried yeah. to get an autograph but unfortunately she, couldn't she can't write very well up, so. I do remember that no uh, Paul Harper who these days works in Toronto on radio over there Paul Harper Harper and he has got so many pictures of famous people and the vast majority and he's going to run out soon because they are all dying <laughs> and so Angela Lansbury did he have one? No, he didn't. But oh, we were okay. expecting that to happen. We were waiting for the it. Queen. No, he didn't have one there either. No, that would be a big one to pull out the bag. Remember that time I met the Queen? No, Paul, we don't. He does have some very obscure ones though, as well. Like some random member of a boy band from the nineties that didn't do that well had one minor hit, and he's like, "All right, I have a picture," because he thinks someday that person will pass away. He's, <laughs> he's the, and I will posthumously post this picture. Gosh, that's quite a dark way. Could you imagine going up to a celebrity? Can I take a photo? Because one day so you, you will die. die. I'm going to post it on my Instagram. Thanks the Scottish much. comedian Lemmy has a, an ongoing joke where anytime anyone dies, he posts, um, I met them at a charity do Surprisingly nice Surprisingly person. nice and very funny. That's Paul Harper's pictures. <laughs> did he do that about the Queen? I think he did, by God, the way. You've got to have balls of steel to do that, yes. <laughs> Yeah, he got a bit of flack. Uh, now, Alana, I can see you itching to use another of our Ask 
me anything questions that have come in over the past few weeks. Yes, a question has come through and it says, Robin, be honest, are there any days of the week where you just can't be bothered doing the show? Yes, today, Thursday, can't be fucked. Hit the button. <laughs> <laughs> Robin Galloway takes on a podcast. New episode every Friday from wherever you get your podcasts. Pure radio. Alana, you had an empty last night. I did. That must have been good. It was very strange, actually. It was the first time I've stayed in the house on my own. Right, were you okay? Yeah, I was fine. You'd Alfie the dog, he was there. But he's not much of a guard dog. You've met Alfie, he's 12 this year. He's very, very slow and he'll go to anyone that gives him a treat. So Kieran's away? He is, yes, he's in London. He's away to London. So does that, have you done what every guy does when their partner goes away? What? uh, Get a laptop out. Watch Netflix. And watch Netflix, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. that's what all guys do. Or Sky News. You know, because my wife says, oh, how come you watch so much news? Well, I could do that when she's away. Is that what you do when your wife's away? Absolutely. Skynews.com. That's the one. (laughs) Do you have to delete it from your search engine afterwards? Yeah, because I don't want her knowing that I've been watching lots and lots and lots of news. If you go to a pub quiz and you've got all this knowledge, where have you got that knowledge from? Where did you learn that, Robin? (laughs) Sky News. Remember remember, remember that time you were away? (laughs) We were talking about Osgirl Rebecca, who is off to Australia for the first time in two years. It'd be quite emotional. Do you remember how you felt? You visited your son in Canada for the first time last year. Yeah. And you hadn't seen him in a year and a half. So you were Emotional. emotional. Could you imagine adding another cry, year so you onto know. that? You definitely did cry. There's video evidence. <laughs> I've deleted it. Your wife messaged at the show and said, Robin's crying, by the way. We just played that song, Men at Work Down Under, for Osgar Rebecca. Jim says, For the first time ever, I just realised how Scottish the lead singer of Men at Work is. The way he sings Breakfast. So his name is Colin Hay, and he is from Scotland. Mm-hmm. So if you listen to. Do you want your breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> what are you having for your breakfast? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you do lunch or dinner? Nah, no, mate. We, we only do breakfast. <laughs> There's a gap in the running order on the show at this point in the junction. So what I'd like to do now, Alana, is because you've got an empty at the moment, hand me your phone. Why? I'm going to check your internet search history. Oh, you've got an empty Kieran. Oh, come on, no. hand it over. Why? Come on now. Kieran, your boyfriend, is away for a couple of days. He's working in London. What have you been Googling? I don't know if Let's I can trust you with Come on, phone. chuck it over. Oh, She's gone bright red. Oh my oh, God. You me feel very uncomfortable. am I going to? I think the colour of her cheeks are what they call beetroot. I don't yeah, even know what I've searched. Are. I can't remember. Okay, so uh, Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday evening. <laughs> you typed into your Google search engine 99 problems but a bitch ain't one <laughs> what, what? Explain? What? I mean I feel like I should have to explain my internet history to my boss on air I was googling I'm doing a I'm DJing at the weekend so I was looking up <laughs> lyrics and different songs that I could play The next one is Macarena How <laughs> <laughs> the hell did you type that in for? Well I couldn't remember who sung it so I was making sure I got the, the right version Who does sing it? Uh, Los Del Mar Yes Thanks. that's the one well, next time Don't google it Just go <laughs> wrong <laughs> Will Scotland ever qualify For the World Cup <laughs> What <laughs> Again Kieran wasn't there So these are the questions That I wonder When I'm on my Jesus. own Short I answer. have to explain myself To you guys Short good, answer no <laughs> Good excuses For pulling a sickie <laughs> Jesus Alana uh, When will the cost of living Go down Fair question Tim Horton's deal of the week <laughs> 
don't know when hilarious. I search of these things, I didn't expect you to be going through my. These are personal. What was the deal of the week? On air, it was a bagel. (laughs) How to season an omelet? Salt and pepper. Yeah, again, Kieran does a lot of the cooking, so I was making my dinner. (laughs) This is brilliant. I was trying to work out the best way to do it. Can burglars break in with the key still in the door? (laughs) Right. If anyone's been in the house by themselves, these are the questions that you ask. What were you expecting to find? I wasn't sure. Lord knows. <laughs> Not the bloody Macarena, that's for sure. <laughs> You're listening to Robin Gallery Takes on a Podcast. And quite frankly, you should know better. I mean, there's thousands of decent podcasts out there, and you've chosen this pish. Jeez. Pure radio. Is that a bang, eh? Is that a bang, eh? Absolute tune. Forgot how good that was. Tell us the story about your granddad. Oh, yeah. Right. So, my grandfather was a music teacher. And do you know those little white lies you get told as a child? So, my grandfather told us all as a child that he taught Paul from S Club 7 to play the piano. <coughs> what it must have been like growing up in your house. Oh, it was an absolute riot. Did he ever tell you that he was kidded on, or was that something that. No. No. I, I mean, we kind of sussed when Paul wasn't at the funeral. But. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we can you see this? Paul will be here. He taught me how to play the keys. It's excellent. <laughs> Was that the music that they played as the coffin went down? <laughs> no. Don't stop moving to the funky, funky beat. Hugh, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know. <laughs> Bless you, Hugh. <laughs> this is my one. And the, and the, and the coffin's going to spin round. Dead or alive, yeah. who knows? You'll be turning in your grave. You know we were talking about smacking kids earlier on today? Oh, yes. Is it ever okay? But my daughter is listening who works, as you know, in Abu Dhabi, and she's sent through this on the very subject of smacking kids. So I understand you're talking about smacking kids today. Mm-hmm. Um, just thought I'd put you out of your mystery on the question. Did you smack your own kids when we were growing up? <laughs> you didn't smack me because I was the perfect child. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Miles, because he's a little... SH1T. Um, I do remember you chasing him around the garden with a pole at oh. one point. Oh, um, thanks for stepping too far. Childline, which went really. He's going for cold childline. I don't think you actually ever hit him. It was more just threatening him. So not me, because I'm the golden child. Oh yeah. wow. Jamie T, he's a good lad. He has got a young lad of two now. Would you ever consider smacking your child, Jamie T? Um, uh, certainly yes. I've considered it many times. <laughs> um, <laughs> He's at that stage now where he's just turned two. He's in the terrible twos. Terrible twos. Mm-hmm. Yep, I just need to refrain from doing what I'm thinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Were you smacked as a child growing up? Oh, aye. aye. Different I've time back then. <laughs> oh, I was. I've got a built to that story about that, actually. Right. Um, I went into the shop around the corner from my mum's house with my mum one day, and it was around about Halloween, and it was a wee decoration on one of the, the shelves, and I asked my mum to get me. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, no, it's too expensive, son, just leave it alone. So a couple of days later, I'd been round with my pals, and... I'd use the five-finger discount to um, <laughs> take such item. Oh. Um, and I took it back home, and my mum found it. And she obviously knew what it was, because I'd asked about it a couple of days before. That was my mistake. I should have had it. Um, but I remember she chased me with a slipper right up the stairs, <laughs> flung it for the bottom of the stairs, and it smacked the back of my head. And I was dazed for days. Slip- slippers were heavy thought, back then as well. <laughs> oh, I still toe cap slippers. <laughs> is, is this a woman thing? Because there's lots of stories that I've heard from my uh, stepmom about my gran and she would throw her slippers. It was 
was all, uh, yeah, it was always the mum. Lunch it across yeah. the living room if anyone did anything wrong. The teachers used to do that with the chalkboard, the chalkboard yeah. dusters. Yeah, that's right. Oh, gosh, that's brutal. You'd be looking out the window and all of a sudden you get a thud. <laughs> that, that made you pay attention. Yeah, and I got leathered loads of times. There's a few messages that are coming through. Stevie said, "Hi, Robin. It's Steve with the trucker here. I was being a wee pain one day. Wouldn't come in for my bath one night. So my mum chased me around the garden. Once she got hold of me, instead of stripping me for the bath, she put me in fully clothed. <laughs> All right, <laughs> that's one way to do it. You're listening to Robin Galloway takes on a podcast. Podcast. Is it any good? No. Thought so. Pure radio. A beautiful song that does contain the very romantic line I held your hair back as you were throwing up And that had shades of that night that your boyfriend Kieran Threw up all over the bedroom carpet and you had to pick prawns Out of the bedclothes for days I mean that is a true story but how long do you think his hair is? You know he doesn't also have extensions We don't go to the same place together I just assumed both of you would have No he's got short hair Right but I did, I suppose I did hold his hair to some degree when he spewed all over the new carpet. Yeah, do you think that, uh, yes, you flushed <laughs> not, it not down, his head down the toilet? <laughs> do you think you would get a deal if both of you had extensions, though? I mean, if it was to save me some cash, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. If they said, listen, if you bring your boyfriend in, we'll give you your extensions for half price. What about Ross? Now, Ross is ginger. Can you get ginger extensions? Probably. I feel like your hair's quite long already. Yeah, I always try to go for, like, the fifth beetle look. It's never really worked for me. Brian now, Epstein? Kind of, yeah. By now, it's my style. You've got quite long hair as well, Robin. Yeah. For a man of my advancing years. If you were to get extensions put in, it'd be more like a mullet. Yeah, I used to have very true. long hair. Really? Uh, uh, yeah, in a ponytail. No, you didn't. I did. I did you see these photos. I've got them somewhere. What age were you? 30. Kids were very young. <laughs> yeah. Was this the style? Allegedly. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've not known anyone else to have long hair. I also had a perm in 1978. Wow. wow. After Does Alan Ruff. Alan Ruff, the Scotland goalkeeper, had a perm and I wanted a perm and I got a perm. And I think it ruined my hair to I this day. I was going to say, does the perm not permanently keep your hair almost Well, not forever. Now it grows yeah. out. It's always <laughs> a, a strange one, a perm, isn't it? It gives you that kind of dog poodle style. My mum used to take me around town on a leap. <laughs> Set. <laughs> Good boy. Funny time. Funny time. Hello. Hi, is that Gordon? Uh, yes. Hello, Gordon. It's Hi. Robin Galloway here. How are you, Gordon? Hi, Robin. I'm good. Thanks. How are you? Good. Not bad at all. So, tell us all about Steph. Well, she's got a driving test now. She's passed her driving test now, but when she was doing her driving test, you know, you ask, they ask you questions about when you're driving. Like, like um, your theory was, part of it. Yeah, your theory test at the end of it. Uh. And she was asked how to check your brake lights on the car. Pretty obvious thing, but her response was, you press the brake, then you get out and look at the back of the car and <laughs> see if they're working or not. <laughs> now, surely the examiner must have thought, ah, Good one, so what do you actually do? <laughs> oh, I, I think it must have just been the pressure. <laughs> pressure at the moment. Did she pass that time or did that, she... That time, no, she failed that. Oh, thank God for that. <laughs> you probably understand why. That's exactly. You might just get stuck in traffic behind her. Well, Two seconds. Not, and check the lights Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Well, look, we need to give her a call, so we've got a number here. We're just going to make that call just now. can always try again if she doesn't pick up. Sometimes people pick up after the... Oh. Hello. Steph? 
Hi. Steph, hi. Robin Galloway at Pure Radio. How are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, that's good. <laughs> you know your pal Gordon? Yeah, my husband. He's not oh, my pal oh, anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Gordon, A divorce is happening. Gordon's listening in. He's, he's here with us as well. Say good morning to hi. you. Your beautiful wife. Good morning, Hi. darling. <laughs> Gordon sounds a little bit nervous, doesn't he? Now, now Steph, what do you yeah. think Gordon's just told us? Um, oh, it could be absolutely anything. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take you back to your driving test. Oh, no. The time that you failed. Mm, yeah. Remember the, your, your description of, of brake lights? Oh, How to check Gordon, them? you eh? <laughs> <laughs> what, did, what did you say again? Remind us. Oh, I was just so nervous that day and I was obviously getting my questions beforehand and he said, so how would you check if your brake lights were working? And you said? And I said, well, you would press the pedal and then walk around the car and have a look and see if you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, that's wrong, geez. but it's right for this. Yeah, 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 no, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that's the right answer. Just in case anyone's sitting their test today. <laughs> Honestly. Well, you've been nominated for Pure Fanny of the Week and we're just going to run this story through the Pure Radio Fannyometer. And if it hits 10, I think you could be this week's Pure Fanny of the Week. Here we go. Oh, is it going to? Fanny time. Yay! Yay! Congratulations, I you're getting one one of those You're getting a mug. <laughs> oh, you are such a star. I was hoping it was by proxy though and someone would give me one. Oh no no. <laughs> no, you've earned it, don't you worry. Uh, anything oh, you'd like to say you. to Gordon? Um, not on here. Not on here. <laughs> Keep that for later on. Thanks, sweetheart. Thanks, sweetheart. Yeah. You're through, welcome. through gritted teeth. Yeah, well listen, oh. great story. Well done you. And one more thing, Thank you've you. got to say those words. I'm a pure fanny. Yay! This is Robin Galloway Takes on a Podcast. And after a VAR check, it's 1-0 to the podcast. Pure Radio. Pure Radio Scotland. <laughs> uh, we were just having some chat about... Uh, it was like supermarket snobbery. Yeah, it was a little bit. Wasn't it? I went to Marks and Spencer for the first time in a long time. I normally shop at Aldi or Lidl and I'd gone in to get some stuff for the weekend. And I genuinely was blown away. I was taking photos of prawns and sending them to my boyfriend. I even <laughs> called my mum after it. And she couldn't answer. She said, are you okay? Sorry, I can't answer the phone. What's wrong? And I said, oh, I just called to tell you how good Marks and Spencer was. I've just been blown away. I honestly couldn't believe it. The plants, the flowers, it's so much better than any other supermarket. But you pay for it. But it's too expensive. It's good for bits and pieces, but you know you've made it if you can do your whole shop in Marks and Spencer yeah. every week. This isn't Alana. This is an M&S Alana. Exactly. <laughs> I would be a different person if I shopped at Marks and Spencer. Yeah. It's there. good for just going in and getting like special things. Yeah. yeah. Just, I wouldn't do my big shop. No, the big shop is All their little expensive. Christmas and Halloween and yeah. their, their meats and cheeses. Oh, oh it's good. glorious. They're good, yeah. I had a waitress mince pie at the weekend. Is it mince pie season? Bloody is now. And also another question, is Waitrose better than Marks and Spencer? Some people say it is. I feel like that's the top tier. Yeah. You know, you get Waitrose, Marks and Spencer, Sainsbury's, Tesco's, Aldi, Lidl. That's a good one. What's the league table of supermarkets? Where does it stop? I think it it has to stop. I mean, I shop there, so I'm not slagging it, but Lidl's the bottom. Are you going for cheapness? Are you going for quality of food? I'd say Morrison's is a nice middle ground. Where's the bottom rung? So I think the bottom has to be Lidl. Lidl, Lidl. Aldi. Lidl, Aldi? Asda. In that order? Yes. Asda, Morrison's, Sainsbury's, Sainsbury's. Marks and Spencer. Oh, hang on, you missed Tesco. Tesco, I would say, is above Asda, but below Morrison's. And then Sainsbury's above that. Okay. And then Waitrose at the top. 
the middle aisle of Little and Aldi surely has to bump it up a nah, bit. You walk still... in and you don't need anything, and then you're like, oh, I need nah. a t- I need a badminton court and a pizza oven. Dad still sits at the bottom though. I need a blowtorch. Mm-hmm. What? That could have come out wrong. That's aisle two for you. <laughs> That's the one behind the screen. <laughs> this is Robin Gallery takes on a podcast, and now this bit. Wind up phone call time. This is Mikey who celebrates his 60th birthday this week. Happy birthday, Mikey! And he's been set up by his mate Paul, so they've hired the Portobello Masonic Hall for the birthday party. I'm phoning up to tell them. Now bear in mind he's a Hearts fan. It's been double booked by Ryan Porteous, who plays for Hibs. And this is what happened. Hello. Oh, I'm glad you picked up. Hello, Mr. Mackay. Yeah. Hi, Mr. Mackay. Hello there. It's Rod Webster calling you from Portobello, the Masonic Club. All right. Hi there. Hello, hello. Glad I got you. I just want to say I've come back from holiday and I've just picked this up. I'm really right. sorry. And we're going to get this sorted, so don't worry. Friday... He's double booked. Somebody else, somebody, yeah, I know, somebody else is taking a booking. But what we're going to do, we're going to make sure that you still have use of the facility on the night, but it just might right. mean that you have to share the night with somebody else. Oh, yeah. How is it, how is it double booked? What's happened is that somebody, you booked first, and somebody's come in, apparently a celebrity locally, and what they've there's done. No celeb- there's no celebrities in Portobello, mate, apart from me. Well, I don't even know who this person is. I've never heard of this no, person I... before. Anyway, so what they've done is they've managed to queue jump, if you like, which I'm, I'm, right. I'm not having it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that there's a curtain up in the middle and you get your side, they get their side. We share the DJ. That's, that's the best I can do for you. Can you not just spin on me? Because, I mean, I've, I've, I've got nearly a full house, so if you're talking about 70 or 80 people there, how am I going to get them all in, that, in half of that room? They've got about 100 coming, apparently. This chap's grand's 80th. I'll make sure there's a bottle of Prosecco for you on arrival. Honestly, mate, I'm, I'm, I'm no bothering about that. It's just the amount of people I've got, and then you've got... And what about the DJ? I mean, I've, I've paid for my own DJ, for my, paid for um, my own sounds. How's that going to work well, with, with well, the music? This chap's name. Have you. Hang on a sec. Have you got that? Hold on. Let me have a look at this. Ryan? Mr. Porteous. He's the chap that's booked out. Ryan Porteous. All right. Is this, this Ryan Porteous at place perhaps? Is that, is that him? Don't know, mate. I haven't got a clue. The proclaimers are coming or something. Imagine you having the proclaimers at your 60th. No one in them there, mate. We're all jambos. Uh-huh. No one anything to do with them. Mate, honestly. It's, how are you going to do with the buffet as well? I mean, there's only, it's a big kitchen at the back. Well, it'll be like a giant soup kitchen. Everybody will just get stuck into your grub. How's that going to work in that kitchen, though? I've got it coming on a Friday afternoon for Costco. It's, it's getting brought down on a Friday afternoon. Well, you better order some more, then. I can't... I, 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 it's going to be a nightmare, mate. I, I just don't care how you... If you're saying he's got 100 coming and I'm going to have about 80 or... 70 or 80 there, that's 170 people and it's the size of that room's no if you're splitting that down in the middle it's, it's not going to be very big I can take the curtain down if you'd prefer mingle <sighs> no bit of camaraderie everybody getting on together ah, but you want your name it's all if guys I've not seen for years and years again they're going to be turning up but I just didn't want any it's, it's not a good idea at all but proclaimers maybe do some selfies with some of your guests honestly mate not interested in any of that at all sunshine um, on leave nah 
this is really, I'm, I'm devastated at this because it's a private party. I'm not wanting a shared party with some guy that I don't know. You're saying he's 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 the ladder. He should be binned. Been Ryan Porteous. Aye, well, if I've, if I've booked it first. I know you don't know him and you might not know some of the people that are coming from their side, but you do know one chap called Paul Kelly, don't you? He listens to the Robin Galloway Breakfast Show on Pure Radio. <laughs> it's going to be great fun, Mr. Oh, Mackay. Thanks very much for that, mate. I'm going to kill you, Kelly. <laughs> brilliant. Oh. Happy birthday, Mikey. Thanks very much, mate. Oh, you got me by the heat, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't believe you fell for that. Bring that ball in for a second. Rebecca is on the phone. And the reason she's on the phone is that she's off to Australia today for three weeks for the first time in three years. She came to Scotland for six months, ended up marrying a multimillionaire and staying here. But she's going back for a trip. How are you feeling, Oscar, Rebecca? I'm so excited. I'm sitting at the door with my suitcase packed, ready to go. We don't have to go for another hour, but I'm ready. <laughs> Love that. And just describe how you're feeling. What is this going to mean to you? I mean, joking apart, because you haven't seen your mum or your sisters or anybody in Australia for nearly three years. I think, like, I'm excited now, but I reckon once I get there and, you know, when you walk through the double doors, I remember seeing a girl at the airport not long ago and she ran through the doors with her suitcases and, like, hugged her family. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And I was like, oh, my God. That's going to be me. Do you think so, you'll cry? I don't know. I think so. It depends how nervous I am. I don't know why I'm nervous. Like, I know my family my whole life, but it's just weird when I haven't seen them. They'll probably go, oh, you don't have a tan. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, we've also been getting a few messages coming in from the listeners as well who'd like to wish you bon voyage as you head back to Australia just for three weeks. Katie, <laughs> Katie Mack. Uh, Katie, what would you like to say? Good day, Rebecca. <laughs> I'm going to try my hardest here to do the Australian accent, but hey, I failed. Rebecca, thank you for many a morning full of fun on the Roman Gallery Breakfast Show. Uh, hope you have a great time back yeah. in Australia, seeing your family. Watch out, my laddie's over there, Andrew. Hi, safe trip home, Rebecca. Right, well, I don't think she's going to leave Aww. Fraser, her Scottish partner, for Andrew. It's also a big country. Like, it's not like, oh, he's in Australia. It's not like Scotland. It's not like they're going to bump into yeah. each other. Well, more from Andrew. No, more from Andrew in a sec. Gillian, Gillian Galloway. Hi, Rebecca. Ah, oh, two and a half years in Scotland. I'm finally <laughs> flying home to Australia. <laughs> I'm so sorry about my accent. I hope you're not offended. <laughs> Have a great time. Gillian, oh, deeply offended. It's it slowly got lost there. Yeah. And it started almost believed it. Like Mary Poppins or something of Oliver Twist. I get, it, it sounds <laughs> like uh, Butcher from the Boys. Yes. <laughs> Maybe that's what I'll sound like now to my family. Yeah, they'll, they'll go, oh, you, you're so Scottish. <laughs> um, and yeah. speaking of Andrew, uh, Katie's boy, he is, as we mentioned, in Australia. He's got a flatmate well. flat who's actually Australian. There. Yeah, uh, this is genuine. I'm looking forward to coming back to Australia, Aussie girl Rebecca. He's going to be more Australian right now, watch this. Yeah, hi, how's it going there, eh? G'day, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's from the Barbie. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> right, so we'll see you when you come back. Have a great trip. Thanks to all the listeners for yeah. sending those Aww. lovely messages. Yeah. We'll work on your accent when I get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> Robin Galloway takes on a podcast. Podcast. And fails miserably. Podcast one. Galloway, no. Pure radio. Time now for this. Alana Onana. Oh, what's the drama? Ooh, Alana Onana. Yes, it's that time on the show where Alana chooses a topical news story and we have to decide what that story is. Alana's going to use sound effects only. Okay, are you ready for this one? Yes, go It's on. actually quite short. Let's go shopping. Woof, woof. Get in. I have absolutely no idea. Oh, I think I saw something about this. Is it Glasgow-based? Yes. Yes, right. So, Silverburn Shopping Centre have started letting dogs in. What? Yes. yes. So they're doing a trial period and you can bring your dogs, which is a good idea. But is it though? People are split in half. Some people are saying this is great because people can stay out for longer. They don't have to go home for the dog. I have to read you some of the concerns that are being voiced from the people of Glasgow. Thanks. I know people who are frightened of dogs, myself being one of them. How are they going to clean up any mess people are going to be sliding on dog wee <laughs> or even worse, dog poo? I love dogs, as you know. Whenever you guys bring your pets in, I'm like, oh, they're amazing. I love that. And we Casper, who's, you know, went to doggy heaven a few years ago, he was never replaced. And the reason is because we go away a lot and who's going to look after him? And, and plus... Well, that's not a problem anymore. I can take him to Silverburn take him and to just leave him there. Yeah, 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 yeah. just leave Come him Come back in center. two weeks. Oh, we wondered where you'd gone. <laughs> There's no longer a crash, just a doggy daycare. Here is my issue, right? Restaurants that allow them in and cafes. What's wrong with what that? What the hell is that all about? I think as long as the dog is well behaved, so you know, yeah. I have my dog Alfie. But they let them sit him. on the bloody sofa. What's wrong with that? Yeah. No. I think no, you're one of those people who you, you go to a hotel, you make sure you do not click the dog friendly rooms. No, I don't want to that. Fair, at I don't all. agree with that because normally they're a bit smelly, yes. depending on the person's That's dogs. Right. But I think dogs it's like arse a good all over thing. the bed. Better that than yours. And have a dog's arse free room, please. Used to be no smoking. No smoking room. <laughs> a dog's arse free room, please. Are you comparing dogs being allowed to go to shopping centres and hotels to when people could smoke? The yeah, smoking I, I, ban. I'd, I'd rather be allowed. Get the smokers back into Silverburn. <laughs> so a complaint has come in about today's 5 and 15 game. And it was Anne from Dundee who came on and J for Jobby was the letter and we said a board game and she said Jenga well Jamie T has got an issue with that good morning Hill Hoops how we doing? good oh lucky Anne that was a good effort yeah. that was a good 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 effort Five um, but the only thing I would say is mm-hmm. do you classify Jenga as a board game? oh because I wouldn't alright what would you classify it as then? in fairness surely it has to have a board right? No. Well, so I have looked. What, up hang on, before you you give us the answer, what would you class it as then? Uh, a family game, a, a parlor game, a parlor game, a party game. For me, I would class a board game as anything that you could go into home bargains, B and M's, go to the kids section, look for board games, and it's there in I a do, box. I do get it's defined by the B and M's board B and M bargains but if it's board in a section. Box, yes, but but then if you're bored, why is it called board? You then? play a game. Exactly. Different spelling, I know. <laughs> I was bored, so I played a game of Jenga. Well, then, then knitting could be a board game. Because you did no, it when you were bored. I wouldn't accept that. I wouldn't so accept. I've looked it up, and Jenga is the original board game from Hasbro Gaming. The original board game. Oh. Even though there's no board. So you don't need a board for it to be a board game. Which is, I just find, it should, it should be called a pieces game, then. 
Sack the board, sack the board, <laughs> sack the board. There's a, a lot, lot of mixed Googling. messages. It's definitely a board game, even though it does not have a board. It's a game that requires strategy, critical thinking. Right. And something else. But then someone else has said, well, technically it's not a board game because it's, it doesn't follow the fundamental rule of having a board. Well, it, but, it, but it is. It's classed, I would say. Yeah, I would. The way to describe that it is a board down, game. So. Could, could you imagine if Anne wins this and then we're having this conversation? We'd have to take it to VAR. Well, oh, you would, actually, no, we would. We would, yeah. <laughs> we would have to phone it's up VAR a board game <laughs> yeah, we'd have to phone up uh, the Pure Radio board games department and they could sort out and there us. will be one you know there that. will be one there are many departments the DC Thompson have that's one of them but you'd have to go through the Jenga department to then get a different yes. answer oh I'm sorry it's his day off today <laughs> can Cluedo help <laughs> So they were. So the Jen- Sorry, this isn't my speciality. <laughs> Sorry, pal. It's Monopoly. I'll reconnect your call. <laughs> Hi. Sorry, we did try and get you through to the Jenga department, but they're based in the Dundee building, and that just fell down. Snakes and ladders. No, they've all been sacked. <laughs> Pure Radio. At long last, Robin Gallery has a podcast, and it sounds like this. Now you're looking to plug something for free, aren't you? Uh, no, that's there's no absolutely no reason that I'm bringing up uh, Downfield Golf Course right now, which is a brilliant golf Do we course. Have time for this? Alone? No, we actually don't really have a lot of time. Well, I think that I'd like to tell they you. They all listen. People, to be fair, they do all listen. People really, really need to know what's happening on the roads. Don't we've they? got that. We've got that in a sec. Well, no, genuinely, they do all listen. Hello to all the grounds uh, keepers and all the staff there. They listen. Groundskeeper Willie. <laughs> groundskeeper Willie, yeah. Um, and to John Watson as well. Why specifically? Just no reason. Nothing. It has nothing. To one that managed to sort the free round for you. There's nothing to do with my round on Tuesday at all. Uh, no, but genuinely, uh, considering the golf courses I'm used to, I went up there, had a, a quick free round Hack there. around. And oh my goodness, what a lovely course that is, by the way. Did downfield you, golf course. Did you, thanks. Downfield Hashtag golf ad. course. Did you, downfield golf did, course. Did you uh, replace your divots? <laughs> I did. Yeah, I did replace good. my divots and I fixed all my pitch marks. You Should there be a disclaimer? You know, people when they're celebrities and they've got a lot of followers. Well, hang on, he's not a celebrity. No, 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 I'm just saying, but if they're then posting about a particular product on their um, Instagram, Facebook, they have to write now it's the law. Oh, that's right. Ad so people know. Yeah. I know Rory's not a celebrity, but he is on you a public platform. So. Hashtag ad. Yeah. Um, so if you, you are heading up to Dundee, <laughs> Downfield Golf Course, hashtag ad. But everything you have we to just, say every second word. Is it paid for promotion, isn't it? Yeah. So what I did was I went up there, I played around at Downfield Golf Course, hashtag ad. Then I stopped and had some lunch with some Mackay's Jam, Hello. hashtag ad. Yeah. Hi, is that <laughs> HMRC? Yes, Rory Barraclough. <laughs> Big Jim is up and listening and he says, oofed this morning, it's so cold, I've got the heated seats on. That's not where I thought he was going with that. Now, Alana has taken in her boyfriend's car this morning. Yes, he has. I hope you're insured for that. I am insured, Robin. Because he's got the heated seat. He has heated seats, so he said to me, listen, I'll need the car Monday, Tuesday. If you want to use it Wednesday to Friday, you can. And it makes such a difference because it heats you up very fast. How are you on heated seats, Rory? Do I don't have heated seats, but my dad's car does have heated seats. You should yeah. borrow your dad's car then. I, well, I, you did, didn't you? You When you were off, you took it to Manchester. I did. you did. bend it around the lamppost? It was phenomenal. I got all the way down there. Big seven-seater car, got all the way back up. It was perfect for the five of us. Lots more space for driving all the way down to Manchester and back. What Rory-style mistake did oh. I make with this car? You didn't insure it? No, I didn't insure it. didn't put enough petrol in it? <laughs> I actually put too much petrol in it. You put the wrong petrol in it? No! You bloody didn't. 
Seriously. So oh, I got geez. I got back. Uh, did you drive with it? I'd got back to Edinburgh. Oh my gosh, your dad's poor car. I got back to Edinburgh uh-huh. and I'd done everything right and I was knackered and I thought I'll put some put it back so in so that they have the tank. so that yeah. they have as much as they gave it to nice me. Nice thing with. to do. I thought it was a nice thing to do. Yeah. And uh, and then I went. Oh, I'll take the the cheaper option. Hey, I'll take the fuel safe and I put it in and then uh, I drove the four miles home. <gasps> And it was it, that's that's what you don't want to yeah. do. And then when my dad turned it on uh, the next couple of days later, it just started jumping on the driveway. Like it started jumping let, up. Let me there. guess, you denied it. The first thing I did was deny it, yes. <laughs> oh, very rude. That's because I thought it wasn't me. What then happened? Because you've got to get somebody it's around. It's okay once you put it in, as long as you take it out yeah, straight away. But if you right. drive it, it can then it kill can, the car. Apparently, it's okay. So they had a guy come along and um, clean out the siphon engine, siphon it out, um, which I assume is like the the classic. You put a hose in it and go. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's what the guy does. <laughs> the guy from the AA <laughs> just gets a big straw. Here we go. <laughs> you always know if you meet somebody at a party from the emergency services because they smell the breath smells of petrol. Yeah. Or diesel. <laughs> yes. Well, in this case, it was a mix of both, actually. <laughs> You're listening to Robin Galloway takes on a podcast. Podcast. As if listening to him in the breakfast show wasn't enough. Pure radio. It's Deep Fat Friday. We're frying random stuff. It's Deep Fat Friday. We're frying random stuff. It's Deep Fat Friday. We're frying random stuff. <laughs> Because Lorraine Kelly said Madonna looked like a hard-boiled egg these days, we've decided to deep-fry a hard-boiled egg. It's been done, and if you eat with your eyes, that looks very good. Now, Rory, you don't like eggs, but even you think this looks quite delicious. I think this looks very well cooked, as far as my knowledge of eggs goes. Why don't you like eggs? It looks very eggy. I don't know why you'd want to eat something that smells like farts. I don't get it. Right. It doesn't smell like farts. Yes, what? they do. Everyone famously describes our farts as, oh, that's very eggy. So you'd never have an omelette or scrambled eggs? No. Oh, you don't know what you're missing. Poached egg? No, no. So I don't like eggs. It's the egg that's the problem, <laughs> not the method. Fried egg? All right, pass the plate over. Let me see. It smells good, to be fair. And you're right, Rory, sometimes eggs can smell a bit farty. Uh, not a huge crunch. No. Um. Oh. No. Is it not good? It's not good. The batter's good. Uh-huh. The consistency of the batter is What's very good. What's not good, good about way, it? Very, very clean taste, but no. Sometimes I worry when we double when we double cook. Oh, you're going to spit it out? Yeah, oh, no. I'm going to spit it out. Not good. Is it that bad that you have to, you know, just... Sorry, on. thanks, Rory. It's all right. It's just not really got much flavour to no. it. No. Yeah, I'm, go- I'm, going, I'm going five. Five out of ten for me on this. I oh, think... Well. Maybe a six out of ten. It's not awful. It needs something else. Maybe a little bit of sauce. I'm having a slug of tea just to get rid of it. I know you. I know you like Alana, Robin. I know you don't want to upset her much, but he was clearly lower than a five from the look on your face. That that you screamed think? two to okay. me. Okay, three. Okay, three, I'll go that three. seems fair. It's the equivalent of going into a restaurant and spitting out the food into a Tupperware dish and saying, "Oh, it was all right. I'll give it a five out of ten. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> a message has just come through from Lorraine Kelly. I'm not You're kidding joking. you, I'm not kidding you, hang on. Let's Robin Galloway, you are very naughty. Imagine deep frying an egg in honour of Madonna. <laughs> You're very silly, but it's very funny. Mm-hmm. And yes, a deep fried boiled egg is uh, it's probably going to look like me. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> Cheers. There you are, always listening. Who are we in support of then? Is it Lorraine Kelly or Madonna? I feel like it's Lorraine Kelly. Oh, we're supporting Lorraine. Robin Galloway takes on a podcast. Podcast. Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit.